Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. Annie, can you smell me? Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know where you're going with this, so. I, I don't either. I just, I guess I realize that we're in separate places, so that wouldn't happen. I do miss when we record by our, remember when we used to record in the same room? I do remember that. And I don't know if missing it is how I would explain it. Hey guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. With opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Hi everybody. Hi Annie. Annie, we are all business today. So I mean, I don't have I don't have some some anecdote, some really like clever, incredibly, incredibly hilarious thing to really open up our show with. So thank you for sparing all of us and the <laughs> listeners of that. Actually, I appreciate it. Well, that's good, I guess. <laughs> um, I want to ask you what your story of the week is, and it can't be the scavenger hunt because we're going to talk about that later. So that was going to be my. That was going to be mine. Um, <laughs> So on, give us a blue, a, a blue, a blue date, a blue, a blue update. God, I got to find something good. Um, no, blues news, know. blues news. Oh, there we go. Great. Blues great. News. God, right um, on the spot too. I mean, how <laughs> this is just unprecedented. He's a writer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, no, I will say the last week developmentally. So blue will be one in a week, which I can't Nuts. talk about. And um, I can talk about it, but just like not without being mind blown. Um, really within the last week, like developmentally every single day, I'm like, oh my God, you like are becoming a little kid. And like he started now as a, before he's always been very chatty, like always making a ton of noises. He babbles all the time, but now I'm starting to be able to pick up. Like he's certainly not saying like full words clearly, but I'm picking up like what he calls certain things. I literally, his, sorry to interrupt you. I really thought you were going to say, I, when you started to say full words, I thought you were going to say, he hasn't started saying fuck yet. Oh, no. <laughs> I, not yet, like, but I will tell you, like, I cannot wait for that day because I cannot wait to laugh. Um, so, sorry. no, that's okay. So he hasn't started saying like full sentences, obviously. He's not even one yet. But he babbles in the cadence of a real sentence now. So like wow. this morning I said to, I was getting, I was getting ready for work and I was getting his bottles for the day ready and all that stuff. And I, and I said to him, he was kind of yelling at me. He likes to yell at me a lot. And he was kind of just, you know, trying to get my attention. And I looked at him, I said, it's okay. I am in the middle of something. And you know that this is how I talk to him. Yeah. I said, I'm in the middle of something. I can see you and hear you. Just tell me. Cause I couldn't go over and pick him up. Yeah. And he was like, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, no, I know, but like, it'll be fine. I'll be home. I won't be gone. Like I'll be home from work soon. It'll be fine. It was like, blah, 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 blah. like he's can. And it, it's more than just there, you're having a conversation. Yeah. It is the craziest thing. He's walking a lot more now. Um, Oh yeah, that's it's just so it's just crazy. Like he's just becoming like a little adult. 
I, I, and I do think that he's probably developmentally <laughs> advanced because you talk to him like you're his regional manager. I, I know. So it's really impressive. <laughs> well, I, I mean, obviously I'm his mom, so I think that like he's so advanced, but I also know that that's absurd. Um, but I do talk to him like I'm, you know, on the board of directors with him. Well, maybe, maybe, and maybe it's maybe it's also too. Once he gets past the one-year-old threshold, which is obviously traumatic for you, um, it, yeah. Maybe, maybe it won't. Maybe you know you'll be able to see like, oh, he's a one-year-old now. You know, I think there probably is a shock that comes with your baby growing up, and especially just that one that one-year milestone is huge. Well, and I don't know what is more shocking about like it really is when you really sit back and think like oh my god this has been the fastest year of my life yeah like that's more where it's become shocking <clears throat> well i know um, i was just thinking about you know even you like we don't have to you know harp on this but you, you like a year ago you were in labor for hours much. and hours and i mean yeah. that's so fresh in your mind too that it's like how how was that also that probably seems wild that that was a year ago yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday will be a year exactly of when I went into labor. And Friday's his birthday, if anyone wants to do the math for how long I was in labor. The fact that like one year ago he was in my belly. Yeah. And that is such a trip to think about because That's so weird. And now like as he gets more and more independent, like I was very protective and we've talked about this. We don't have to harp on it, but like I was very protective of my pregnancy. Like it was very, it was mine. Mm -hmm. It was my experience. He's my baby. He's, you know what I mean? Like I just felt very protective in that way. And he still is, but like now he's in the world for other people yeah. to think that, you know, they're. And he's a person like he is like, you know, yeah. you, you kept, you kept the name pretty close to the vest before, you know, you were, but you were calling him by name privately yeah. And now, you know, he, he's blue and everybody knows who he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's just a different dynamic. It's a trip. He's, like, it's he's crazy. becoming more independent. And so it is, it's just, it's one of those things. I'm very, I'm so proud of him just because I think he's like perfect. And I'm also so proud of T and I because mm -hmm. We made it a year. And if we can make it a year, we can keep making it one when year. When you figured it out, like you figured <laughs> well, it out. And I think there's, well, I'm just saying point. that, yeah, that, but that's a big feat. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it was probably, you know, uh, messy and hard and fun and exciting and everything. It's yeah. probably, it was probably every emotion. And, you know, yeah, you guys should be, you guys should celebrate yourselves on his first birthday too. Um, We are going to, I have a little thing planned for us. Okay. Well, let's talk about that next week well uh, we're not going to talk about it at all because that is oh, just, oh yeah like, keep it. i'm just gonna keep it <laughs> not my whole life is not just content for the podcast <laughs> yes it is <laughs> god when are you gonna learn okay well my story of the week it, you're gonna love which when i say you're gonna love something you know that means i'm gonna hate it yep so i was on this is pretty short and sweet, but I was on a shoot for my job. I was doing, I was producing a piece, if that's what that means, on a shoot for people that don't know, you know, because I work in TV. 
Um, I'm waiting for Annie to exit the chat room. Let's uh, just cut this segment. <laughs> Let's just keep it moving. Um, so I'm standing in a store that we're filming in, and I'm standing next to my production manager, who I, you know, who I haven't really worked with that very well, and and I haven't worried. I, I great guy. I haven't worked with him very long. And then there's like four other people. There's the reps of the store. There's another person from marketing. We're all kind of standing around and we're just figuring out, you know, it was at the end of the day or whatever. And I want to preface this by saying that I I looked at my phone previously and somehow my like Lululemon pants like do some wild things in my phone. Like they're able to access my phone somehow. I don't know if they're, oh they're magic or something, but I opened my phone and I had a text like with all this jumbled up words, kind of like how blue spoke. Like if blue yeah. had spoken into Surrey, that's what that would look like. And also like it was a gif of a dinner plate that was like moving and like the, the fork and the knife were like dancing around the plate. And so I'm like, yeah. how, how did this, and so just wanted to put that out there. So okay. in the middle of the conversation, as we're kind of de debriefing and you know, it, it's not that it's like super serious, but we're still sitting there. All of a sudden, somehow my Spotify opens up and Taylor Swift starts to play. Okay, first of all, put your phone through an exorcism. Second of all, like and it's so loud though like it's so loud and people are like checking their phones and then i realize that it's my phone and i'm like this is i mean that so is top five work worst case scenarios <laughs> well and i i mean it was so okay so uh, I what had like it was on a playlist. It was like on the Spotify, Spotify, Spotify 100 or something. At least it wasn't like a Taylor Swift deep cut or something that would. Well, this is all. It was the one song. It's the song that's playing. It's the song. It's the me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. It was that song that is okay. on. Like it's it's like. But I mean, I'm just thinking about that. I was like. God, I could, and I was like, oh, I think that's my phone. I don't know why I'm playing Taylor Swift. Oh my God. You literally I mean, just tattooed, I'm a Swifty. For God's sake, I know. Forehead. It's like, I like her music. I have nothing against her. I have, I think she's a very brilliant songwriter. I'm not that big of a Taylor Swift fan. The best thing is that like, as soon as that happens, you like immediately have to defend what just happened. Yes. Like you can't yes. just be like, oh shit, my bad. No, like, it's so bad. I, I, I mean, it, like again, I'm just grateful that it wasn't like some like from the vault Taylor Swift song that people would have oh been like, God. "Why is this song playing bright?" Like, I could have had no excuse. Like, there was no excuse. There's really no excuse already. Yeah. But at least it was on like the Spotify 100 whatever. Well, but it was. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> and I guarantee you, that's exactly what every single other person was thinking. So exactly. It's just, it's just like fucking great, you know? Um, all right, moving <laughs> on. Now it's time for Peloton in 60 seconds. The segment I start a timer on my phone and we talk all these Peloton for just one minute. Are you ready? Yes, I want to start. Okay, set, go. Okay, this goes along with your Taylor Swift thing. So I rode a ride with my one of my friends for her 400th recently. And at like literally 10 minutes before, I was like, oh, let me do a quick like 10 minute arms before I jump on this for this ride. Just went to it, picked a 10-minute arms, pushed play, fucking Taylor Swift themed. And I didn't have enough time to select a new, there was a no, new yeah. class. 
So I, honest to God, and I'm not bullshitting, took my headphones out, set them on my bike, and I just did the moves without music. Because I'm like, I'm not putting myself through this. I, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't have done that with the Taylor Swift one, but I would, I've done that before, and I'm almost like, I, I can't get out of it because I'm like, if I cancel this one, then I'd have to go yeah. back. And like, you know, I don't want to, you don't want to end a ride for any reason. So I completely understand. And I don't know what yeah. the stigma behind that is. Like, why does it matter if you end a ride or work out? I, mine was more timing than anything. Like I had to hurry and get it done. Oh God. So stupid. But this has been Peloton in 60 seconds. This episode of the nobodies is brought to you by emilyroggenberg.com. Why didn't you use the sexy voice? Uh, you mean your psychopath voice? It was my psychopath voice? I definitely thought it was my sexy voice. Well, it's not, and it's appalling. But you know what's not appalling is apparel, specifically from emilyroggenberg.com. Ain't that the truth? Her hometown apparel that represents Cleveland, New York, and Los Angeles are so tight. Oh my god, we've talked about your use of the word tight. All right, well, I think her products are awesome. Okay, well, that I completely agree with. Emily Roggenberg's clothing is top of the line with unique designs and beautiful neutrals that you can wear for any occasion. You truly can wear them anywhere. The bar, the coffee shop, trips to get burritos. Trips to get burritos? Okay, whatever. Um, but yes, right now you can save 20% off your purchase when you order on emilyroggenberg.com. That's right. 20% off at emilyroggenberg.com. Promo code NOBODY. Guys, I promise you will not be disappointed. And now back to the show. All right. I mean, keeping I mean, this episode might be Taylor Swift themed. Um, oh, so in, keeping, <laughs> in keeping with the Taylor Swift theme. Um, well, actually, yeah, we can just start here. I was going to do something different, but whatever. Taylor Swift breaks Ticketmaster and fans melt down. So, um, there was some bad blood between Taylor Swift and um, whatever Ticketmaster mm-hmm. the other day because um, apparently I, I don't know I'm I'm paraphrasing here but apparently there were she her tickets for her stadium tour went on sale the other day it like fl- they, people flooded the internet or flooded the site and it crashed. People were getting these, people either had codes or they were getting codes. They gave, Ticketmaster gave out all these codes and then later said, oh, we uh, we realized our site couldn't handle that, handle the code situation. And so people are like, why did you give out so many codes then? If you're, if you're, if you can't handle it. Annie, I know that you were waiting in the queue forever. So don't, you don't need to bore us with that. But I just have a few a few funny tweets about this. Okay. So um, these are pretty funny. Uh, but fans were just like in disarray. And actually I had a couple of friends that I, to, to, to my not, had, had not known until much later in the day, had waited like four hours in this queue trying to get Good tickets Lord. to Taylor Swift. So, um, but some of these are 8 billion people in the world and every single one of them is ahead of me in the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster queue apparently. Uh, what <laughs> okay, is, that's funny. What is Joe Biden's plan to unpause the Ticketmaster queue for Taylor Swift's Eras tour? That was funny. Uh, <laughs> Ticketmaster is like, we're sorry about all the all the technical problems. This demand was unexpected, as if Taylor Swift isn't one of the biggest artists in the galaxy. Annie, I know you wrote that. Uh, oh Lord. Um, this is here's a picture uh, that someone posted of a single person on a 
on a stadium floor with zero other people in it that says Taylor Swift walking on a stage with no one in the audience because that Ticketmaster queue never did move. Um, let's see, there was one other one uh, that I thought was funny. <laughs> Dear Ticketmaster, our expectations for you were low, but holy fuck. Okay, that's good. I have a missed opportunity for Ticketmaster. What? They should have tweeted, it's me, I'm the problem, it's me. Yes, they really should have. Did they? Maybe they did. I highly um, doubt somebody, it. Somebody else did, though. Somebody else did that on a, it was like they put Taylor Swift's, It was it's Taylor Swift, but they put the Ticketmaster logo over her face and said, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. So they did, but Ticketmaster okay. should have done it. Yeah, I they should have just you. sent out a normal tweet. Um, I just have one message for everyone. <laughs> Get a life. There is nothing on this planet, I don't think, that I would sit in a queue online for four plus hours for. <laughs> nothing. Annie, we know, we know. Yeah. But she is massively, she's like the biggest person in the world. Like she, I, it's And it's that crazy. is all well and good. But just... Release your tickets like you would for any other concert and let people purchase them. Yes. Agreed. Stop making it such a big fucking to do. Like, I'm just, I'm so over her. It's unreal. No. And I think also, but I think also her fans are the problems. Like watch, we're going to get hate from the Swifties now, but like, because they find anybody, it doesn't, we can be, you can be no, a nobody and still get. Fantastic. Attacked. Fantastic. Like, There's what I'm not saying is, is it someone's going to do to change my mind. Well, what I'm saying is, no, I was. This is that was preface for what I'm about to say, which is oh. that I think they're the fans are just as bad because they flood. They they're probably on like 87 different devices trying to get these tickets on like yeah. all. They're they're probably in the queue with every single device that they have, and that's also stupid and annoying to everybody else who are just trying to get tickets in their local area who just well, want to go to, to have, go. They like Taylor Swift and they want to go see her. It yeah. doesn't have to be, you also don't need to buy them for every single goddamn city. Well, the other thing is too, like when you do things like this, like meaning Ticketmaster and Taylor Swift doing things like this, you open up the ability for people that do not give a shit to go in, buy a bunch of tickets and then resell them at such a markup. Yes. Like that, all, all you're doing is attracting people like that. Well, and I'm sure that it was a brand thing. Like, I'm sure she partnered with Ticketmaster. It was a whole thing. Like, it wasn't, yeah. it probably wasn't necessarily like she's probably getting a huge, huge margin of the ticket of the ticket sales, which she should, um, if not all of it. But I'm just saying that it's like it's probably it was probably something with that too. That that is well, I think it was a Capital One thing, wasn't it? Oh, like Capital yes. One card holders. Yes, you're right. I think, I mean, but at the same time, still. like you, this is Taylor Swift. And I mean, regardless of how you feel about her, I'd say the same thing about Beyonce. It's like, let's not try to do this on some, on people that of this magnitude, like right. let's try to do this on maybe some lower level stars who are just yeah. as well and good, but aren't the most famous people in the entire fucking world. Like right. that would be like, a good start. Okay. Um, Annie, we, went on a scavenger hunt this weekend. We, we had a very did. nice somebody Sunday, a very nice somebody Sunday, uh, courtesy of the clothing brand Year of Ours. Annie, I want you to explain though, how you got involved and how we how we got involved. 
So our friend Ace, um, who's also a friend of the show, yes, she, she's been on the show. She was contact, or she works pretty closely, I think, with Year of Ours. Um, and they were putting on a Queen of the Park, meaning Griffith Park, scavenger hunt, and it was teams of six. Uh, and Ace knows I'm incredibly competitive, and so <laughs> she called me and to see if I could do it. And then we found out we could have one man on our team. And so and I, I was that person. Yes, you were. <laughs> How the, the 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 one very few times that I get called a man. I was just um, gonna say I called you a man, and you took that opportunity to take it and refer to yourself as a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to repeat. There's no reason to repeat. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I was able to. We had there was a lot of things. We actually placed third, which was incredible. Out of five um, teams. So it was moderate. Out of five teams. Still, I mean, we, no, were, we, did we great. were hauling ass. I mean, we really were hauling ass because we were only five people and there was everybody else had six. As Facts. Well. So, and yeah, it was a lot. Annie, do what was the highlight thing? Because you kept, as, as if you watched our Instagram stories, like you were really doling out a lot of things for me to do. So I, you know, and then I asked you what you were going to do and you told you said that you were just going to keep telling me things to do. Yeah. So I want to know the, the stuff that you did, what was your favorite? Cause I have my favorite of what you did. Um, well, I hugged a stranger. That which, was my favorite. Yeah. That's what I figured. That man needed a hug. And <laughs> oh my God, he really needed a hug. The picture of Annie hugging him. He's, his eyes are closed. Like he's he, gripping he, you tightly. Well, and I just want to like set the scene. He was like, I wouldn't call him elderly, but he was a little bit older. Mm -hmm. And I stopped him and just said like, hey, we're doing a scavenger hunt and I have to give a, a stranger a hug. And he like, without hesitation, just opened up his arms. <laughs> and when I tell you, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was a great hug. He gave a really, yeah. really good hug. Um, and it was actually very sweet. He was like, is there anything else you guys need? And... But the the hug like did linger a beat too long. <laughs> um, not in a creepy way. It, I wasn't like creeped no, out. Oh, he just all. was. It was lingering because he wanted more. Yeah, he just like he needed he needed a hug, and it was I a think, Sunday morning. Like yeah, you know. he was hiking. You know, it was it was very actually sweet. It was one of those things. I think I said to you or I said to the team, like when we were doing all this, I was like, God, sometimes I just love people. Like yeah. people were so willing to help us mark these things off the scavenger hunt. We had to ask to pet a stranger's dog. We had to ask if we could like join in on a like group of people's picnic. Yeah. And one of our teammates went and just asked someone for a donut that when they were like having their little, you know, that was uh, we'll not me. Obviously, I would. I would. I no, would it wasn't you. No, but you didn't, no, you you're right. I mean, and, you're fast. And then people, but and then, oh yes, I was. And then there were people also that were saying, you know how, um, like bur like we had to do burpees, we had to do lunges, we had to do. I mean, yeah. there, were, there were a lot of physical stuff that we had to do with other people, with other strangers, and everybody did it. You know, I know. Like there was no one that said, "Oh, you had to." My favorite thing you did, aside from picking or hugging the bride and groom yeah um my favorite thing you did was uh change hats with that man 
yeah. I had to change hats. I gave him my beanie and he gave me his bucket hat and he was very apprehensive about it. But yeah, that was the one like hesitation. And I probably shouldn't have said that I don't have lice right before that. Like that was probably not the right thing to say. Right. Well, and it actually, his like wife or girlfriend that was there with him also had a hat on and she almost seemed more willing. <laughs> I, my favorite thing to do was the TikTok dance. Oh yeah, that was good. You had been practicing that clearly. I, I had been, uh, I, well, I mean, I live by myself, Annie. What am I supposed to do? True. What was your least favorite thing you had to do? Um, hmm. I mean, we ran everywhere. That was probably the least fun. That's my least favorite activity, too. The amount of physical activity that we actually had to do when us both going into this thinking it was just going to be like, oh, it'll be a leisure thing. And then yeah. everyone on our team just like rose to the challenge, which is kudos to us. But damn, like I thought it was going to be a lot, you know, easier. I mean, I if I would have known I had to run, I would have worn a much more supportive sports bra to, for starters. <laughs> Second of all, I realized after that, that I had not run since COVID lockdown. <laughs> when you were doing your mile runs. Yes. And we ran about three miles during this thing. Oh, and yeah. I was doing like and one mile a mountain. day. Yeah. We were running up, uphill. Well, okay. That, that, that should Lily, be illegal. That was, that was Lily and Jordan, who are two, who were two of our teammates and ace, I guess, not as aggressively, but they were all running up the mountain. And that oh was God. just enough. Rude. That was, it was, that rude. was very rude. It was really, it, so, it was really upsetting. I, I have to say, I was actually, I'm glad we're talking about this because I am not someone that has like bad knees. My ankles are another story, but I don't have bad knees. And here we are multiple days after the scavenger hunt and my knees I'm convinced will never be the same. Yeah. I, I I'm telling you, Annie, my whole body is sore and I don't understand sore, what so is. sore. I don't get it. And we're half a week out from this thing. <laughs> and like, that's just, uh, we're not in granted. I was telling my mom about it and I still have, I'm very open about this. I still have about like 25, 30 pounds depending on the day that I need to lose po yeah. like post baby. And yeah. so I think running with that amount of extra weight, like my feet and my knees might as well not be attached to my body anymore. Like oh, they are God. so sore. And it makes me realize like, wow, when you carry extra weight around, like it, the toll it takes on your body. And then when it you decide to, to run around with it, it's like, come on. Yeah. Forget like, it. Let's, I mean, that, no. Yeah. No chance. Terrible. No chance. Um, yeah, but anyway, it was a really fun day. We got third. We also got, as you mentioned, we got the, my, my most shining accomplishment was we got the award for weirdest thing found in the park. Cause we were at Griffith yes. park, which is a huge, massive, massive park in Los Angeles for people that don't know. Um, and lots of different attractions, different things to do. And we found a bride and groom or a, an engaged couple. They were taking engagement photos at the park and it's a beautiful view at the top of Griffith Park near the Griffith Observatory. And we thought that it'd be fun to either hop into their engagement photos or get a picture of it, which is what was what I did and got in and hugged and was hugging them. And then our other teammate, Lily, also hugged. So we were on either side hugging this couple where while the while the uh, man hoisted up the woman um, by her thighs and was like holding <laughs> her up in the air. So 
That was that really was pretty good. damn weird. That it, was pretty yeah, damn was, weird. And I'm very weird. happy that we got that at least. Yes, me too. But I definitely feel like we had a solid team and it was really fun. I had a blast. I would do it again for sure. Okay, great. Well, great. So moving on, finally, let's let's end with uh relationship roundup, Annie. Um there's a Okay, few but really quick, I um this is not going to wrap up the show because I have a final segment. Oh my God. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. So and it's not really shit. a segment, but it's, it's not really a segment, but it is something it's one that we already have, but anyway, let's do breaking this and then I'll, and news, then I'll do everybody, mine. Breaking news. <laughs> and you didn't even tell, you didn't even tell me. I All didn't. Right. Um, okay. So this this is relationship roundup. There have been several different things happening in the uh, relationship realm. So first off, I want to get your thoughts, Annie, on Pete Davidson and Emily Ratajkowski, who are apparently reportedly dating and quote really like each other. They were seen like holding hands, maybe kissing at a play at a restaurant or something in Brooklyn. Um, this is yeah. from Dumois was the first one to report it, but obviously I found this on page six. So what do you think about this? coupling i mean if this is not the most predictable pete davidson situation i don't know what is <laughs> um listen we already know god he's such dude. a lucky bastard every single woman that he dates is a 10. yes like every single one of them it's unbelievable so this is not at all shocking um i will say i saw or i heard on a podcast they were talking about the story too. And <laughs> they said that she, um, she loves like his sense of humor, which like, duh, but, yeah. and he, and he loves, this is going to be terrible because I shouldn't laugh at another woman like this, but he loves how smart she is. <laughs> and I know she's very like a modern age feminist and like she hates, only being described by like how she looks and things like yeah. that. And like, that's all well and good, but there's just something about, I don't know. It just it struck me so funny <laughs> when they read the quote because it was from a source. Yeah. Like, I mean, she, how the fuck do they know? She, well, and also though, like, I'm sure. Was it from her? Was it, was the source her is. publicist? Was the source her publicist? Literally, literally. She loves his sense of humor and he loves how smart she is. And I was just, I busted out laughing and I'm like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> Howard Stern did, uh, he did caution Pete Davidson. I don't know that he said, I think he just, he just said this on a show. I don't think he actually told him this, but he's like, he needs to quote, be careful basically um, in the sense of, and I've heard this from a couple of other people just talking to it, like from, from uh, but just basically that, He's kind of becoming the guy that just kind of fucks celebrity girl, like these incredibly hot women and then leaves or it gets broken up with or whatever that is. So yeah. it's like, I, I think that, I think that he comes into these with the best of intentions. Like I want, I don't think he's just like looking to get laid. I think he's. No, he proposes to every single one of them. I, that's what I'm saying. But I think, I don't think they take him seriously. So I don't know what 
what you have to do to change that. I don't know if it's the caliber of women or whatever, because it seems like the girls that he does go after, like if it's Kate Beckinsale or Kim Kardashian or Emily Ratajkowski, like this is all, they're all, it's all rebounds for them. No, this but is it's, all a the, rebound. it's the speed at which he's doing it. Well, it's yes. Agree. I mean, it's also very fast. He does it immediately. Yeah. He moves quickly. So I think that's why, but I mean, listen, ever Pete Davidson's doing just fine. He's doing just fine. I don't think well, he, he doesn't. But need I do advice worry from anyone, but I, especially Howard but I, Stern. I do worry though that if that is because he does have you know mental, he does have mental stuff. Um, I mean, clearly. He, yeah, but isn't he also very open about therapy and? Yeah, but I just, I, rehab. I mean, I just think that that if ha if that happens to you over and over again, if this keeps happening and it becomes a pattern, that really will take a toll on him, regardless of. But he of bounces it, you know, back so fast. I don't know how how fast he bounces back. I mean, he gets back on the horse, but yeah. I'm just saying that, like, but if it's if it keeps happening over and over again, like if it's just oh, it's a rebound, like I, you know, we're just having fun, and then on to the next one, like for them, but for him. It's different if it keeps happening and he thinks this is going to be the one every time. I'm speaking from experience, okay? I mean, I'm just Well, saying. I was just about to say, like, I really am sensing some projection here. <laughs> oh, my like, God. I, I don't, don't think that... I don't have a leg to stand on, let alone three like him. So, Well, I don't think that we need to, like, worry about Pete Davidson until he gives us a reason to worry about him. I just think, though, again... Projection. Okay, we're talking about Pete Davidson and not Bryce McClay. I'm just saying that at projection, if people are like, uh, uh, yeah, we shouldn't worry about Pete Davidson. He's doing just fine. Like, maybe he's not doing just fine. Well, the people that don't okay, worry and about I understand people, that. But, like, what – and I mean this seriously. Like, the that's a, that is the responsibility of the people close to him, not two <laughs> fucking idiots on a podcast. <laughs> Like, what are right. we supposed to do with that? Yes. All right. All right. Well, you know, we'll, uh, yeah. I think, I think I would really, like I said this before, I would really like to work for Pete Davidson. I think that would be really fun or like work with him on. Yeah. Stuff. I think that would be really, I think. Are you, you know, are you speaking from a place where you're hoping he hears this? Yeah. And he wants, and he wants, he wants, and he needs, and he needs like a producing partner. Yeah. But you want him to know that you care about him as more than just a celebrity. So he should hire you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's my bread and okay. butter. That's my bread and well, butter. Okay. All right. This tracks then. <laughs> all, right. all right. Moving on. Uh, Giselle Bunchen has night out with hot jujitsu instructor Joaquin Valente. Picks. That is a that is that is not me calling him hot. I can't actually see him in these photos. This is also a page six article. So of course, just so is. everybody knows. Um, but what do you think about this, Annie? Nothing. She was also she was out with her kids. So this clearly things have been moving relatively quickly if she's introducing her children to him. I think what people have to remember is a divorce is not finalized in a month. So I think Tom and Giselle have been separated for quite a while. The right. media and normal people just didn't know about it. And so, one, if she is dating this man, I think my guess is it's been over a year. Yeah. My And secondly, I think that this is a nothing burger, which I've learned is a term this week. Yes, it's a nothing burger. I agree. Yeah. I think 
I wonder though, what's again, I want to not play it fast and loose with the word interesting, but I feel as though these celebrity divorces and stuff, things going on, I feel like somehow as a society, from a societal standpoint or publicity standpoint, these are not like as obvious as they were, you know, when we were say in high school or like the early 2000s or something. I feel like at a certain point they've become where like, like you said, they can cover up and hide that they're not together way better than they can. I mean, people used to say that when I'm trying to think of people that get divorced. And of course, the only people that come to mind are Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, but like they were massive, they were massive fame, but I feel like all those people, it's like, Oh, you're not like here or like they're, they'd be out somewhere and they're like, so-and-so's not there. And they know immediately that they were divorced. And now I feel like you're well, able to it. Because you're every celebrity is essentially controlling their own narrative with social media. Mm, yeah. So maybe the like so maybe like the celebrity the media world. doesn't care. No, I think the celebrity media cares, but if there's a story, it's very easy for a celebrity whether it's true or not to squash it by making a statement on their personal social media. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, so I think I think there's just they have more control over the stories that are being made about them. Um So I think that's part of it. Yes. All right. Okay. I also think like NDAs have come a long way. I, they must have. I I, yeah. I find that I find it interesting though because I I do feel like it's like all of a sudden okay boom someone's divorced. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, I think wow, they've gotten smart too. They I have. They've gotten smart too of like okay let's get all the mediation done and out of the way before we final or before we final before we uh, file because then once we file it's public knowledge. Yes. So that's so it's is like, also, let's get all the shit done before, and then we can just make it like quick and fast. But I think you're right about the narrative because it does seem like they're able to just control what they want to control or, or, yeah. you know, push it out the way that they want to like Kim and Kanye, you know, that was very, I, that was obviously very calculated because, you know, Chris Jenner was behind it. So yeah, we can't, I mean, we can't not hold a candle to her. I mean, there's nobody no. that does it better. Never. Just, just the, just the legend herself. Okay. And finally, uh, this was just a funny story. Not really necessarily a relationship roundup, but, um, singer, what did I write? <laughs> singer and actress, Jana Kramer, who I think is friends with your sister, uh, says she, yeah, I think so. Says she dated Chris Evans a decade ago and was ghosted after she ate asparagus and peed in his toilet and it smelled. I mean, for fuck's sake. Like, there are some things that don't need to be on the internet. And this is one of them. I actually think that, I actually like this. I think this is funny that she that she said this. It was in sort of conjunction with the sexiest man, Chris Evans getting the sexiest man alive. And um, she was talking about how uh, she thinks he was spooked by asparagus pee. He had her come over and he was with her friends and she and she had asparagus that night and he went into the bathroom right after her and she basically just left the house without ever saying anything <laughs> about it. And she was very complimentary of him, but she just said it was very mortifying. Um, and she actually did reach out to him 
via his DMs last year after he was looking for love. But now I think he's, I mean, he's been dating some, he's been dating a model for over a year, but that's just really funny. I mean, that just seems like seriously, like in this day and age is such a great reason to break up with someone. As if anyone needed like additional reasons. But I mean, what could it, I mean, it, it, was it just rancid? I mean, asparagus pee doesn't smell good, but like that, like, why I, would you really not call after, somebody back? Well, and would you, why is it lingering after you flush the toilet? Like, I, that's what I take issue with. Does he not have like an air freshener, like Febreze in yeah. his bathroom? Like, that doesn't make any sense either. Well, and like, I mean, if it's really that bad, like, maybe take a second and like, <laughs> don't leave the bathroom till it frees up a little. <laughs> Like, good lord. Why is it lingering after? <laughs> okay. So, this is actually coming courtesy of Mama Wilk. She discovered a Florida man. No way. <sighs> you are going to fucking love this, Bryce. So, the New York Post. Do you know yes! what this is? No, but so I the love York the New York Post, Post because they're, they're page six's parent website okay the new york post on their cover i believe today at the very bottom it says florida man makes an announcement yes and the article is about donald trump announcing his presidency run for 2024 and the fact that they trolled him and called him florida man is everything to me <laughs> It is, it is so priceless. Yeah. So, so, so a little bit of backstory for everybody that doesn't know Fox. Well, whatever the parent company of Fox news, which is owned by Rupert Murdoch also owns the New York post page six, all these other publications, several other publications. And they have emphatically told Donald Trump that they will not support him in another run for president. So this is why yes. this makes this even so much better. I mean, poor Donald Trump is probably as, as if you'd ever hear those words come out of my mouth, but he is probably feeling what Tiffany Trump feels now in this, in this oh, whole yeah. situation. I mean, because all his, none of his family was at the announcement except for Melania who had to get some enormous like rock, you know, a house on her finger or, I don't no, know. They just sedated her and she just woke up there. <laughs> no, Ivanka said she's not going back to politics. She and she and her slender man husband aren't going back to politics. Um, the the, the I mean, songs weren't there, which, you know, that's probably a good thing. Tiffany obviously wasn't there. No, they went over apparently on CBS morning news, they were talking about this and apparently his speech during his announcement lasted twice as long as it was supposed to. And they were showing like video footage of the event and people by the end of it were like not even paying attention. No, they were trying to leave and the security wouldn't allow them. They were blocking the exits. I mean, listen, all jokes aside, like this means this is really good news for us, for yeah. the world, for the country. Like it's good news that people are not taking this 
that seriously. Well, I do, I will say on that same, uh, to counter that note slightly, I do think that we need to be a little, take it a little bit more seriously because this is exactly what happened in 2015. Everybody thought, everyone yes, was that's like, there's true. no way, there's no way he can do it, he can't do it. I am a little apprehensive to just say like, oh, I mean, yes, the response has been incredible and I've loved every yeah. second of it. But the fact is, is that we still have to be very vigilant in making sure that this does not happen. <laughs> I completely agree. I just met in the sense of like yes. his yes. diehard followers that are going to, and I call them followers because that's what they are. He's the cult leader. If they're go like... Yeah, if they're going to his events and losing interest halfway through, like that's good news for us. One, well, there was a video too of those people, of those same people that guys wearing MAGA hats saying like, "You're boring. This is boring. Entertain us, entertain us." And he told them, to, <laughs> and he's like, "Get out of here, get out of here." And they're like, "Boring. You're boring." People were yelling, and you could see his face. He was, he had to have been just seething. Mad. Oh my god. Well, I mean, good. Yeah, great. I know. Now take Good. that back. Now, now, now I just can't wait to Tiffany till Tiffany ascends to the Ivanka, to the Ivanka role. <laughs> She's she has a perfect in. Like Tiffany, God. this is your chance. This is That's your chance to finally chance. get your father's approval. Her very like vapid, transparent wedding was at was at Mar-a-Lago, and they and apparently from a source this is this is alleged but like apparently donald trump like spent the entire wedding just trying to convince ivanka to come back to like to stand on the stage with him <laughs> last night <laughs> it's like this girl cannot catch a break like i mean no. she just cannot get it she just will never no. she'll never get That's the applause. hilarious oh right. my god well thank All you right. mama Will. that was fantastic I'm so happy that you gave us a Florida man. All right, Annie, I guess I'll. All right. See you soon. Talk to you in two minutes. Okay, later. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by Annie Wilkinson, Bryce McClay, and the Believe Network. You can and should follow the Nobody's Podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Nobody's Pod. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And remember, the best way to support the show is to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a new episode. Please also subscribe, rate, and review our show as well so hopefully we won't always be nobodies. Finally, we hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.